Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long in Artistic August, we're remembering some of those important lessons we learned during that, you know, little time that we don't want to think about anymore. And I really believe it's a great time for us to just take a breath and recognize art that's all around us and in our lives. So my guest today is going to talk about art from a little different perspective. So let me tell you a little bit more about him. Mike Duffy is a CEO of, get this, Happiness Wealth management. Now, right there, that just makes you happy. He's also a philanthropist and author of five books on happiness. I and mean, there's a theme here. Let's just follow it. Some of his books, The Happiness Book, A Positive Guide to Happiness. Now that sounds positive. The Happiness Book for Men and The Happiness Book for Kids, Volumes 1 and 2. So he definitely lives and breathes the happiness. Now he's also interviewed top thought leaders, athletes, rock stars, CEOs, and celebrities in the world on Hmm, can you imagine what? On happiness. And uh, some of those things that build happiness, like work-life balance and resilience and also success. And he was MC at Woodstock 94. He gave a TEDx talk at TEDx Berkeley. And he loves to speak about how you, I, we all can gain greater happiness and joy in the life that we have and really understand how precious it is couple last things that I just think are so phenomenal. He started something, a little something called the Happiness Hall of Fame, where he recognizes and encourages us to celebrate people and organizations that make other people happy, like people like Muhammad Ali or Dolly Parton, Jerry Rice. I love Jerry Rice. Serena Williams, the Golden State Warriors. Now we know where he lives because then yes. he also includes the San Francisco Giants, <laughs> <laughs> the Wounded Warrior Project and the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And he also founded the Happiness Hall of Fame Homeless Outreach, which provides money, food, counseling, and hope to the hopeless in the homeless. So Mike, thank you for joining us today. Michael, it is such a joy to be on your wonderful podcast. I really love your podcast content and you're doing great things in the world. Thank you. I think we should all you know, also take your lesson and have a little bit more happiness in our lives, you know, because I mean, we have a choice, right? We can be happy or we can be miserable, but I'd sure like to smile a lot more in my life. So I'm glad that you are promoting this. <laughs> Look, I, at any moment of the day, we're constantly bombarded by negative thoughts. You open up your laptop, it's game over. It's nothing but bad news, right? Yeah. So I started the Happiness Hall of Fame about a decade ago to be the antidote to all of that bad news, to shine a light on people like you had just said, Dolly Parton, the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which does amazing things. You know, why isn't that on the news every night, right? Uh, mm -hmm. and, and the wonderful stories that they have all over the world. So I decided to live in happiness, sustainable happiness, because there's two kinds of happiness, Michael. There's hedonic happiness, 
which mm -hmm. most people confuse to be the good happiness. Now, hedonic happiness is the happiness you get from making yourself happy, oh. but that's not sustainable. Eudaimonic happiness is what you can do to have sustainable happiness throughout your life. Now, eudaimonic happiness is the happiness that we receive internally when we're good to other people. Mm. So that's what I focus on and ways that people can increase their eudaimonic happiness and thereby impact the world by being good to others. You know, um, a couple of years ago, I tried a little social experiment and it didn't work. Um, and I've been thinking, it's so funny you bring this up because I've been thinking about it. I don't know why recently, probably the last six weeks, this has been in my mind. So maybe I anticipated you were here and I thought, wouldn't it be fun to challenge everybody, especially like on LinkedIn, where I spend a lot of, you know, my time where we network, um, business-wise, wouldn't it be fun to challenge all my followers? And I've got 18,000, so it's not chump change to, to do one thing with a $5 bill like all in one day and say, you know, everybody who wants to participate, it's going to cost you $5. And the $5 is just go hand it to somebody randomly. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't try and anticipate it. Don't say I'm going to absolutely go for, you know, the person on the street or whatever. You can do that, whatever. But just when you feel the calling, just hand them a $5 bill in it, say, have a great day. And I think I had about three people that said, okay, they'll do it. And like other three that said they would, one did. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. It just made me, but I, I just keep feeling like there are things that if we can do them, you know, do good just for doing good, but we can kind of make it infectious that, you know, that it would have some lingering effects of positivity with us. You know, when you look back on your life, it's not going to be the wonderful things that happened to you by staying late in the office. Nobody mm. looks back on their life and says, oh, I stayed till nine o'clock that day. What a joyous occasion. <laughs> it's the accomplishments. It's your hero story, mm. right? The reason why we love to see the underdog succeed is we love to see ourselves. We project ourselves into the role of the hero. And then the movie's over and then you're bored. Why not live every day like a hero story? I love what your, your idea was to hand somebody a $5 bill. But, you know, one of the things, one of the greatest joys of my life is my homeless outreach. Yeah, I bet. And unfortunately, homelessness surrounds everywhere. No matter where you live, there's homeless folks. So, you know, I had met the mother superior of uh, Mother Teresa's missionaries of charity. I inducted them into the hall. And I had brought my daughter up to their convent in San Francisco. I was one of the few men ever allowed into the convent. They had to get permission from India in order to accept the award. And I wanted to bring my daughter up there because I wanted her to see amazing women and the difference that they're making in the community. So I went up there. I have a sweet tooth, but I wanted to really, you know, I gave them a check, but I also wanted to give them some cupcakes, some real high-end cupcakes, so that the nuns that night would really could celebrate the accomplishment that they had in some very good cupcakes. And I handed it to the mother superior, and she says, oh, our friends on the street will love these. Oh. And there are moments in all of our lives where words can affect the outcome and put us in a trajectory that changes our lives in either a good way, by maybe trying drugs for the first time, 
or in an amazing way by changing your life for the better. Mm -hmm. I decided at that moment that the people that I saw on the street were now my friends. That's what launched my outreach. And, you know, one of my favorite stories is I started the hall so I could leverage the good. So for example, you had mentioned that the San Francisco Giants are in the hall. Every year at Stanford University, we have a big gala. And some of the folks that are inducted come out and give a speech on how you can be happier and what they do. So the San Francisco Giants came out and they brought their three World Series trophies. And they talked about how good they are in the community. So I called up the front office. I've been making a movie uh, for several years now. They're in the movie. And so I, I formed a bond with the front office. And I said, you know, there's a kid that I take care of on the street. His name is Zach. He was born without the ability to stand up. In order for him to walk, he has to drag himself by the knuckles. I asked Zach, Zach, what is the desire of your heart? What are your dreams, son? And he said, my dream is to meet the members of the San Francisco Giants baseball team. I said, let me work on that. So I called up the Giants and I said, will you make Zach's dream come true? They said, Mike, not only will we make his dream come true, we're going to make this an outstanding night in that young man's life. We're going to have you take him up here. We're going to have the both of you come onto the field for batting practice. And this will be during one of the premier games of the season against our hated rivals, the LA Dodgers. <laughs> so not only was Zach able to meet the, the members of the Giants, but he also got to meet some members of the Dodgers. They gave him amazing amounts of swag, hats, sweaters, you name it, all Giants gear. And he said to me, Mike, this is the greatest day of my life. Now, here's where eudaimonic happiness comes in. I said, Zach, this is one of the greatest days of my life, too. Mm-hmm. You see, St. Augustine said that it is in giving that we receive. And that's why I encourage everybody today, if you can hear the sound of my voice, at the very least, give somebody a compliment, encourage them. And I guarantee you, you'll feel so much sweeter as a result. Yes, it's so true. It's the simple things that make such a big difference. I mean, your story is is incredible and, and what a great experience for him, but you getting to watch his joy was just as powerful and a gift to you as him receiving that day. And it's the, you know, it can be those little things. It's some, the person who holds the door open for you. Yes. I mean, the other day I was walking into the mall downtown Philadelphia and the gal in front of me was far away. I wouldn't have expected her to hold the door for me. You know, you kind of expect it when people are kind of close that it's polite, but she was far enough away from me that I didn't expect her to hold the door for me, but she did. And it made me smile. And it made me think about, you know what, there's a gal behind me that's about as far as I was from her. I'm going to hold it for her. And then she smiles. And, you know, just to see how many people held the door open for each other, that's, that's a real blessing. You know, I, you get it. Well, Michael, you get it, but I knew you got it anyway, right? (laughs) But I think that the biggest hurdle that people have in their lives, and by the way, this life is very, very short is fear. Now, what does fear stand for? F-E-A-R. It's the false evidence appearing real, right? Mm -hmm. We all have these stories, these constructs, these narratives that 
I can't do what I want to do. Now, God put in all of our hearts a purpose. And sometimes we have multiple purposes, right? So I'm married, I have kids. The main purpose of my life is to help other people be happier, right? And one of the purposes I have is to be a great spouse to my mm -hmm. wife, to be a great father to my children. And what I'd like everybody to do right now is to take out a piece of paper or take out their phone and on the notes app or other apps like that, write down these three letters. It's P plus P equals H. That's my happiness formula. Purpose plus progress equals happiness. Mm. So like write that. down the purposes of your life and then next to it, the steps that you can take to make progress in your purpose. And that's when happiness shows up. Not getting drunk on vacation. Mm. Okay. It is the daily progress you make in your purpose that produces sustainable happiness. I think that is, that is absolutely true because we all know that when we, you know, I talk about shocking your potential, that we all have potential within us, but just because we all have potential doesn't mean we reach it because sometimes we hold ourselves back or we keep ourselves back from fear, or I don't want to mistake, make a mistake, or what if I don't do it right? But that keeps you in the fear mode instead yeah. of making forward steps that, hey, you may stumble or you might not do it right. Who cares? At least you're moving forward. You're making progress. And as you do that, you gain more confidence, you gain more success, and therefore you keep going. So yes, absolutely. When we live towards our purpose by making progress, that will make us happier. I totally agree. Now, Dr. Wayne Dyer had a profound effect on my life. For those of you who don't know Wayne was. He uh, was the star of 10 PBS specials, written over 40 books on, wow. on self-improvement, an amazing man. And he said, when you stay on purpose and you refuse to be discouraged by fear, you align with the infinite self in which all possibilities exist. Now, what does all possibilities exist leave out? Nothing. Nothing. So stay on purpose and screw fear. And by the way, screw the haters. You know, Brene Brown has a great uh, analogy. She says, live in the arena, right? So imagine you're boxing, right? And you're surrounded by all this sea of people booing you, which happens at every kind of arena event. The yeah. boxers don't stop and say, please, you're hurting my feelings. No, they keep on going. Now, I'd like to tell you that the person that you're boxing in the arena, your greatest enemy, is yourself. Mm. So put your dukes down. Mm -hmm. Embrace yourself with all of your tragic flaws and all of your insecurities. You're the only you you have. Mm -hmm. And make friends with yourself. Mm -hmm. Love yourself, even with all of your faults. And then look into your heart. And do this right now. Ask yourself. What is my purpose on this earth while I still am on the right side of the ground? Yeah. And okay. with that today, start it. Don't mm -hmm. wait. I was supposed to give Wayne the, the Happiness Hall of Fame Award in Phoenix. The problem was he died the week before of a heart attack in his sleep. Oh. So do it now. Okay. Yeah. If that didn't show me that life is so short, I don't know what did. Yeah. And life is beautiful. 
And I love that concept of, you know, just ignore the haters. Um, and it reminded me of something. It was about, I don't know, six, seven months ago. We were just starting to build our YouTube channel for my business. And we had a video that was on and we were getting a lot more views and things were really starting to take off. And I had all of a sudden, instead of all these likes, I had one uh, video that we did that was a morning motivation, you know, it was a motivational video. And I had like 12 people, you know, thumbs up and three people thumbs down. So I said to my, my uh, team, I'm like, we better, maybe, maybe I didn't do this right. Is there, you know, some message that I, you know, why did all of a sudden three people give me thumbs down? And one of my team, uh, you know, sent me a message and he said, Michael, there are always people that are jealous and yes. don't want you to succeed. Yes. So don't take your message down. The message is great, but there are always going to be people that will try to tackle you. And I thought this is interesting. I mean, cause I'm always giving that kind of advice to other people, but when you're on the other side of the, the shoe of it, sometimes you're like, wait a minute, it doesn't feel good. And after that, he said that I'm like, you're right, whatever. We're doing the right thing. I got 12 people who like it. <laughs> I go, absolutely. You know, I laugh when I get negatives because I do a lot of media and stuff like that. And I just, I find it so hysterically funny. I know what my message is, right? There's no flaws in the message. Yeah. And, and it just makes me so, you know, it makes me a little sad to be honest with you that people would take the time out of their life, diverting themselves from what they can do good to further themselves in their community to, yeah. to, you know, rain on somebody else's positive message, but it doesn't stop me. Yeah. Yeah. I had, uh, I had somebody comment, leave a comment, uh, when I was doing a media interview with our local ABC affiliate and uh, somebody put in the comments, you know, nice blue hair. What are you, a child? And I was like, that's oh. great. <laughs> yes, I have blue hair and I have a little child in me. It's okay. <laughs> Good for you. Screw them. I love it. Mike, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor and we will be right back. Are you tired of the time and expense of going to the salon for a mani-pedi? If so, Color Street is your answer. Base, color, and top coats are blended together in an incredible polished strip that you apply yourself. The result? A brilliant salon quality manicure in just minutes with no dry time, smudges, or streaks. These strips are 100% real nail polish, not stickers. They're flexible, can be gently stretched for a perfect fit, and last up to 10 days. I've been using them for months now and love the amazing selection of colors and styles, along with the ability to create my own unique manicure by mixing and matching. Shop today and support our sponsor, Betsy Roberts, by ordering at colorstreet.com backslash BH Roberts backslash party backslash 209-5611. Again, that's colorstreet.com backslash BH Roberts backslash party backslash 209-5611. Or simply click the link in our show notes. And we are back with Mike Duffy and I am just having a great time. My face is just so happy from talking to you and smiling. You are incredibly positive. And, you know, I know we're in artistic August and I, I actually believe that, you know, choosing happiness is kind of its own art form. Um, but, you know, what what's your take on, you know, art, happiness, how it all comes together and really how these things can help us all individually to shock our potential? Well, you know, what I do is I do a number of things, right? So I'm an author, that's art. I am a, a speaker. I speak at nonprofits. I speak at 
Uh, I have guest lecture at Stanford University and other universities. And I also do corporate events uh, for keynoting and things like that. You know, but I realize it, there's a shocking statistic out there that most men in the United States read no more than one book after high school. So if wow. I'm gonna get my message out there, I have to be a speaker because they're not gonna read my books, even though my books are free on Amazon if you're a prime member. So if you like what I'm having to go, download a free book, go to Amazon and, and uh, go for the happiness book. You know, and, uh, and if you want to get more of this positive message, go to www.happinesshalloffame. And there you'll have some of the videos that were recorded at Stanford University. You'll get Dolly Parton's hysterical video of her accepting the award. I'm telling you, it's, it's three minutes long and you will laugh and you will forward it. It's hysterical. She talks about her Botox. But you know what, art is all around us. And there's no reason be, that if you haven't you know, participated in the art space that you can't change that today. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I love that. I've already made note that I'm going to go look at the Dolly Parton video. I love her. She is so. I love her. She's so positive. I actually, um, I didn't meet her, but uh, I was uh, in the Knoxville airport about 15 years ago and she had just landed and uh, I was in the restroom and she walked in the restroom and I just stood there and went, <laughs> and she came out of the restroom, washed her hands. And I was like, <laughs> just smiling. And she said, Hi. I went, hi. I love it. I was totally starstruck. You know, now listen, she's an American treasure. Yeah. There's something that a lot of people don't know about her. She has given away 500 million books. And the reason why she did that is because her wonderful father that she loved so much never had the opportunity to learn how to read. And she said, never again during my lifetime. So she, you know, she has this uh, learning charity that she has, a 501c3, where she gives away books to underserved communities. She's just an amazing human being. Wow. And talk about creating long lasting happiness inside you because you're doing for others. I mean, yeah. you know, you're giving, you're giving incredible gifts. I love it. My God, oh yeah, I could uh, I could pick every story out of your brain and go onto it forever because it's just obviously you you live within joy and you live within happiness and then you obviously spread it. And we're gonna have all your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody wants to look you up, and I know you gave us already the uh, happinesshalloffame.com, but uh, what other ways do you want us to find you? Sure. So if you're looking for a speaker at your next event, you can go to www.mikeduffyspeaks.com. And if you have uh, concerns about investing, you can go to www.happinesswealthmanagement.com and contact me that way. Yeah, we didn't really talk a lot about your management uh, business. You want to give us a little overview on that? Sure. So, you know, I... I started Happiness Wealth Management about three and a half years ago. I was a senior vice president at Merrill Lynch for a long time, corner office, top producer. And I said, you know what? I'm grateful for the opportunities and all the learning that I had through this great company, but I think that I'm gonna go a different direction. I didn't let fear keep me in a corporate job. I went out on my own and started my own ship. Greatest day of my career was that day. 
And what I specialize in is retiring on purpose. Mm-hmm. Any, you can put your money into any mutual fund. It's going to go up and down with the market, whatever. But where I specialize in is we sit down. We say, what makes you happy? And how can we get more of that? Do we have enough money to do that? What do we need to do to get you there? Right? So it's really specific. How can we do an impact on the community? You know, a lot of people have assets that have appreciated. And if they sell them, they're going to pay a lot in tax. Why not put that into a donor advised fund? You get the tax write-off. All of the money goes into the donor advised fund. You sell it. You pay no taxes. The government didn't take any away. It can still grow in there. And then you've got a checkbook. So if you want to write a check to your grandkids' school, it's going to come out of there. If you want to write it to your temple or place of worship, you write it out of there. A lot of people don't know about these things that are available. So that's where I specialize with that. I love that. It's amazing. That's very smart. Um, You know, I know sometimes people are surprised at, you know, how um, people at different income levels, uh, you know, manage their finances and their taxes situation is because the more you ask, the more questions you ask, the more you find ways to, to be able to help create wealth that is sustainable for you, for your kids, for your family, for your legacy, for your charities. And uh, it it just takes more time and attention, but you got to ask the right questions in the beginning. Yeah. Mm, Very good. Well, before we go, Mike, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? I do. People have to understand that they are the author of the stories of their life. Make that story one of unbelievable adventure, one of generosity, heroic outcomes, and sustainable happiness. I love it. Truer words have not been spoken on this podcast, probably. (laughs) Mike, thank you so much for being my guest today. It has been an absolute pleasure, and I feel the happiness that it will carry on with me. Thank you so much for being our guest. Michael, thank you. You're doing a great job. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.